Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Austin Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, HousingWire's HW Plus Managing Editor, Brennan Nath, discusses why it's become harder for borrowers to get a mortgage despite significantly low rates. I'll also cover a report that claims almost 4 million mortgages are now in forbearance, why government resources are leaving renters behind, and the mortgage industry's delinquency rate jumping 4.36% in the first quarter of 2020. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and here's Brennan Ath on why it's become harder for borrowers to get a mortgage despite significantly low rates. For the daily download today, we're taking a deeper look at what's happening in the mortgage industry and the growing challenges coming from the COVID-19 pandemic. HousingWire's Ben Lane put all the moving parts together in his article on the Mortgage Catch-22. Basically, we're in a situation where interest rates are lower than they've ever been, but millions of borrowers still can't get a loan. So why is this? Ironically, the cause of both the record low interest rates and inability to take advantage of those rates is the same thing, the coronavirus. Even as the impact of the virus has driven mortgage rates down, the virus has also crippled the U.S. economy, set unemployment skyrocketing, and altered the mortgage lending landscape so deeply that it may take years to recover. That's leading to millions of would-be borrowers getting left behind thanks to a brutal combination of factors that's making it nearly impossible for them to get a loan. Before the coronavirus truly took hold in the U.S., the interest rate for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage had never been below 3.31%. But as February turned to March, global economic uncertainty drove those rates below 3.3% for the first time ever. And as the virus worsened, numerous lenders raised their standards to protect against lending to borrowers who are either about to or just had lost their jobs. It quickly became considerably more difficult for some borrowers to get an FHA loan as many lenders increased their minimum FICO scores for FHA loans to as high as 660. At the same time, some of the nation's biggest banks were also increasing their standards. About a month ago, J.P. Morgan Chase raised its minimum lending standards to require nearly all borrowers to have at least 20% down in order to buy a home. The latest data from the NBA reflects this, showing that it hasn't been this hard to get a mortgage in more than five years. Looking ahead, Fannie Mae's data shows a projected uptick in home sales in the third and fourth quarters as the GSE's economists seem to think that the effects of the virus will dissipate later in the year. But what if they don't? We'll be here continuing to cover the story as it unfolds over the year. And for the rest of today's podcast, here's Elsina Lloyd.
Thank you for listening, and I'll wrap with today's top stories, beginning with a report that claims nearly 4 million mortgages are now in forbearance. According to the article, which was written by Kathleen Halley, the Mortgage Bankers Association said in a Monday report that the share of all U.S. mortgages in forbearance rose to 7.91% during the week ending May 3rd from 7.54% the week before. In reference to the report, MBA's chief economist Mike Frattentoni said while the pace of requests for deferred payments is slowing, the number of forbearance approvals is likely to continue increasing. That being said, the report states that forbearance requests as a share of overall servicing volume dropped across all investor types for the fourth consecutive week. However, measured by the type of investor, Jenny May mortgages were most likely to be in forbearance. Those loan pools containing mortgages primarily backed by the Federal Housing Administration and the Veterans Administration had a 10.96% share in forbearance, up from 10.45% the week before. Our next story comes from Julia Falcon and covers housing market research gathered from Amherst that claims government resources are leaving renters behind. According to the article, despite stimulus checks, the Paycheck Protection Program, and other government resources, nearly 61% of households in the U.S. remain vulnerable. The company says this is because while middle- and low-income renters are among those most affected by the pandemic, aid has been mostly geared towards homeowners. As the report notes, while current government aid is currently somewhat helpful for low- and middle-income households facing acute levels of unemployment, current stimulus measures are temporary and many provisions are ending as soon as July. This is why the company warns of evictions and foreclosures rising to levels last seen in the wake of the Great Recession. Our last story also comes from Kathleen Halley and covers the Mortgage Bankers Association's latest report, which indicates the U.S. mortgage delinquency rate jumped during the first quarter of 2020. According to the MBA, the share of home loans overdue by 30 days or more rose to 4.36% of all mortgages, up 59 bias points from an all-time low in the fourth quarter. Additionally, the MBA states other measures in the report were down as the foreclosure inventory rate, meaning the share of loans for homes in the process of being seized, fell to 0.73%, which is the lowest level since 1984. Notably, foreclosure starts also fell, sliding 0.19%, which is down two bias points from the previous quarter. MBA's Vice President of Industry Analysis, Marina Walsh, said, with unemployment rising from historical lows in early 2020 to a record of 14.7% in April, it is inevitable that mortgage delinquencies would increase as well. According to her, with signs of economic distress continuing in the second quarter, mortgage delinquencies are likely to further increase. Thanks for listening to today's top stories and the Housing Wire team will be back again tomorrow to cover the top stories that you need to know in the daily download.